Welcome to this Messianic Jewish Life. My name is Dorothy Gittleman, and in this podcast, I'll share my Messianic Jewish life experiences as we explore the diversity of practice across the Messianic Jewish world. Welcome to the April Music Edition. I learned after the first music episode that I really enjoyed the playlist that Joe and I created. I found a lot of good music in it, and I've been listening to the playlist constantly. In this episode, I keep saying, I'm so excited to look this song up. I say that because I really am thrilled to explore the new music Joe sends me. Hey Joe, welcome back to this messianic life. Good to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah, so um, your birthday's in April, huh? Yeah, yeah. Coming up in a few short weeks um, when this is being recorded. Um, it's actually in like, not next week, but the week after, 17th. All right. And so for April, Joe is going to share with us some songs that have influenced his growing up and his music. So take us away, Joe. All right. Okay. So I think one of the most influential, like we're talking messianic songs, but like also sounds that I heard um, one of the most influential times I actually had at a conference setting. Um, one of my first conferences when, was in 2002 with the UMJC. It was down in Orlando, Florida. And of course, you know, it was great because, you know, it was geared for young families and we had great time and, you know, Disneyland and Universal and that kind of thing. So, but I've never seen like a like messianic worship experience as good as what I saw with uh, Novi Jerusalem or Novi Yusum. Um, mm-hmm. I guess that's how you say it in Russian. Um, my friend Yakov would correct me probably because that's who he is. But um, <laughs> um, and I would say that like they had they had an album which was called the very best of Novi Yusum and where they actually sang a lot of songs in English um, uh-huh. and Hebrew and also some Russian as well. Um, most of their stuff on Spotify, I looked it up the other day, it's mostly in Russian, but it's like they do some pretty excellent covers of some of the older songs that you might have heard, um, just like recontextualized. I was thinking, okay, so this was actually very like um, influential to me because it's like they were doing like what kind of people have been doing when like um, right now it's like they did they took like old songs like Am Yisrael Chai and Melech Hoser, which was written by Rabbi Sir Dowerman and like a bunch of things and they kind of made it like younger and hipper and like you know had, had played around with the like some feels with it and like they did a really good job with it so um, I would say that like one of the sounds that like struck me a lot as a kid was actually listening to like no Jerusalem um you know I don't think the, there's a specific song but I think you know listening to their version of Mel Hoser is really cool and I actually revisited that like the other day and it was like really cool just to hear that like in like Oompa Loompa that we would hear like but yeah. it actually done as like a da 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 ga da they're like very like reggae-ish kind of ska feel so pretty cool um so i would say that's number one like and these are not in order um but just like things that were memorable for sure that makes sense um i don't 
know this group, so I'm going to be very excited to look them up. I've been um, really interested, my kids and I have been talking about the different um, artists, and we were listening to Adonai, uh, Paul Wilber's Adonai, Adonai, and yeah. the one that came up on Spotify was in Spanish, and we're like, wow, there's a lot of different languages um, that Messianic music has. Yeah, oh my word, yeah, and like they sang a ton of other, like older Stuart Downman songs, like behold god is my salvation that's a good one in russian though like and it was like i'm like "Mm, this is cool and it's actually funny too because i was part of a russian congregation in brooklyn where they actually sang a bunch of those old songs in like russian so i'm wondering how influenced they were by like this group probably if they were one of the few who do messianic music in russian sure Yeah, yeah yeah so that's like kind of cool just to see that influence right there what's your second pick i would probably say second pick is oh i was gonna say paul wilbur um probably shouts of joy like but it's the full album you know shalom jerusalem i I just like there's something extravagant about hearing a music festival like that because I know that the Messianic movement had tons of musical festivals that were done in Ukraine and like done in like other, you know, parts of Eastern Europe. And I know that Jonathan Burns used to do like a ton of those kinds of things. I don't know if they're still like a thing, but like hearing a music festival that, like setting like that in Jerusalem was definitely good because you've heard like a lot of different instruments a lot of different yeah. times. You know, you heard the choir, you heard like a really good band, you heard Paul Wilbur singing on top of that. So it's like, yeah, I mean, you know, in, it's quite different like than, you know, a congregational setting per, per se, but- It's a huge a production. Of, yeah, it's a production. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's a great album. I think that was one of my first Messianic albums that I got to know too. Yeah, I think the first Paul Wilbur album I heard was probably Up to Zion. Mm-hmm. which is also really good too that was that one was done in the states um but then he had shalom jerusalem jerusalem arise um and i think a few others that were actually done in the land of israel and that was really cool Dur- during sukkot during you know the um big feast of tabernacles celebration that they do every year over there so that was that's really really cool just to hear that growing up yeah yeah shots of joy has become one of those where for our congregation that it's done a lot we did it for tour processionals a lot yeah yeah no it's a great tour processional song and it's very i mean it's it's fun to dance to i love um, the way that paul does it with like a medley from shouts of joy to into roni roni oh that's a good idea yeah 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 it's it's a quite a, a medley you know if you need, have an extended tour processional or something like that then you know, it's absolutely perfect. Number three, um, I, it was, it's interesting. Um, I was thinking, and I was actually talking about this with a friend of mine. Um, I think one of the most influential Steve McConnell songs that I heard was Yom Shekalo Shabbat, because that's like, it was, it's all about Shabbat. I mean, like if you read Leviticus 23, on the, like in, you know, in the Torah, you have, you know, Shabbat is like the first of the Moadim. Yeah. And so I find Steve McConnell's like, you know, um, you know, Hamoadim album to be an absolute piece of art, 
Like it's there's so much so many beautiful songs on that album, but Yom Shekalov Shabbat is just something that I was like thinking a lot about because that's you know that's something that we would regularly think about even in youth group as well. Like Thomas Pizzito, who was our youth leader, um, was would actually talk about how like one day it's all going to be Shabbat when we did Havdalah together. So yeah. um, definitely influential for sure. That's a good one. That brings back memories of um, of fall retreats. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Good music. I, was, I, I love that album. I had a feeling Steve McConnell would make this list. Oh yeah, no, Steve McConnell is like definitely influential in my life and my world because um, he actually played at my bar mitzvah. Oh, I think I remember that. Yes. Remember that? Yeah. With um, I, I think Rabbi was kind of I know Rabbi was happy with it. He was very happy with it. Um, he didn't know some of the songs that it shows, and he's like, "Are you sure you want to go with songs that you don't know?" And I'm like, "I actually know." And <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, a little conversation about that, but yes, um, he was happy at the end, which is which is always good. It's good to have a happy Rabbi. A 13 year old boy who cares about his music. You are certainly destined for being a musician. <laughs> Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> so that was number three. that was number three, number four. Number four, I would probably say that, you know, even at like later in life, you know, just like, you know, getting beyond bar mitzvah years. Um, I was at an Israeli worship night um in the, one of our trips, you know, our youth group went to Israel all the time. Um, and the UMGC summer conferences are actually held in Israel at a, in a brief uh, like part of time as well. Um, going to an Israeli worship night and hearing the song Kadosh Atah before it kind of made it big um, was really, really cool just to hear Israeli worship. Um, yeah, I mean, we heard it extensively in 2008 and it was really cool just to hear like Israeli worship leaders. Um, um, I forget who specifically was there. I think it was Jen and Judah Morrison, but like, yeah, the, that song Kadosha Ta, if you haven't heard it, it's a beautiful one. Joshua Aaron has a really good version. Um, and yeah, it's kind of all over YouTube. Karen Silver wrote it. Um, yeah, it's a really beautiful song. I don't know that one, so I'm looking forward to looking it up. Really? You haven't heard Kadosh, Kadosh. Kadosh nope. Really? One. I'm going oh, to, it might be a new favorite. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's a that's a nice one. I really I, I don't know. It was definitely something that I remember even like talking with Jamie Eden afterwards, like about that song and where to find it. And I think we both sort of found it together because I, I don't know where I don't know where we found it, but we found a recording somewhere. I'm gonna look that up as soon as we're done here <laughs> yeah Kadosh Hatan, very nice song very cool and it probably brings back all kinds of memories for you oh yeah singing so, yeah, in Israel like I mean so we did several worship nights it was kind of cool with Israeli youth like we did we went um to um we had the conference at Yad Hashmona, which is like right you know near the Judean hills um part of the Judean hills actually right outside Jerusalem and then we also did a worship night in um, the Canaret, right, right on the Sea of Galilee. And it was super oh, cool wow. to have Israeli youth like leading us in worship. And I was just like, this is really 
cool just to like let loose and just like experience like you know Israeli worship and um, get to meet some of the believers in the land and that kind of thing it was um it was pretty surreal like that was that was a really good trip um yeah of course there were a lot of other things that happened on that trip like my brother breaking his leg but that's a whole different story (laughs) yeah so what's number five I would say number five this is definitely getting a little bit later on in life um it was a uh, conferences. It's it's a it's always about something at conferences. I remember hearing Misha Gets for the first time at a UMGC conference um, in California, and that was great. And she 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 was amazing. And I didn't really like pick up her album or anything like that. But a few years later, when I was at the Feinberg Center, I was like, just mm, this is good. Like she has a lot of really amazing things. So I would probably say. My favorite, um, going along the lines of like Kadosh, um, her, her Kedushah is beautiful. Um, it's a beautiful version of the Kadosh um, like sentiment. And yeah, I, I think it's really, it was, it, I don't know. I was at a worship night um, when I was in seminary and they, they did it. And I'm just like, wow, where's that from? And then, you know, a few months later, I actually met Misha at a chosen people retreat. And I'm like, your music is beautiful. <laughs> She must have really appreciated that. She did, yes. Actually, no, wait, before I went on that retreat with her, um, I saw Marty and Misha Getz in Brooklyn, New York. Um, yeah. it was, they were in Long Island, then we were also in Brooklyn. So it's like, yeah, they, they were like, you know, having a concert right down the road for me. And it was um, really cool just to see them. And like, I met Marty before, he remembered me and it was... Um, it was quite fun. And then I saw them like a few months later um, at this retreat and it was super, super fun just to hang out with them. They're really great people. Yeah, I feel like they really are. Uh, we had Marty Getz at Simcot two years ago and that was a really great experience. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I love uh, I love what they do. And I love that, yeah, Marty is just um, still, still at it you can actually go to his youtube um channel and i think his facebook channel as well um his facebook page instagram profile all those things <laughs> and um he does a like we um three times a week he does like a house of worship thing yes I think it's like a tuesday thursday and friday or something like that or maybe it's just tuesday and friday i think um, it's tuesday but, and friday okay probably that um Yes, but he's um, he's still like there and um, he's still kicking and I, I love Marty very much. Yeah, one of those perpetual musicians, which I absolutely admire. Which leads into number six. Um, I think it was Marty Getz playing, was it the, oh, it's gonna bother me. Um, <laughs> I think he did his version of Isaiah 53 and I never heard it before. And I was at like this conference, um, another conference. Well, this was actually um, a young people's like leadership retreat um, in Florida. Um, it was the Aisha Ruach um, Leadership Summit that was sponsored by the YMJA. And it was really cool because, um, you know, there were four different tracks that you could choose and they were really great. Like a youth leadership track, a, um, a ministry track um, with um, Jonathan Burnus, like ministry, ministry leadership, Power of the Ruach HaKodesh with David Sharanoff, but then Marty was also like teaching um, Pursuing Excellence with Worship. So I chose mm. that track and got to meet like a ton of people that I never knew existed on the face of the earth. And like 
he does Isaiah 53 like for us and we were all in tears it was just really incredible I mean at that conference you actually had like Becca Shea um and you had like Marty and you had Misha via Skype and you uh-huh. had a bunch of other people from like the Meohad team and you know just really getting to meet all those people and seeing like you know a wider spectrum of the messianic worship community was very cool just oh that's uh, really exciting yeah 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 it was um that was very fun that was very fun just to get to interact and um yeah marty marty had a script and he was like literally wanted to get to know us more than like we wanted to get to know him oh um, wow he, you know, he just like literally um i think we were into the third session when we were all done actually introducing ourselves like we all just <laughs> looked, looked around and yeah i mean it was just really fun just like to getting to know so many people and marty uh, had all his notes but like he's like you can read through those you know at a different time you know these are uh these are just you know some suggestions here but i want to get to know you so was a fantastic teacher um in every way oh that's really really special that's you you don't see that everywhere yeah so the song was who has believed um it's his version of isaiah 53 and that's a gorgeous one so what's next number seven oh number seven number seven would have to be probably um just moving in sequential order of things um, I would probably say it would be, um, what was it? Ted Pierce had an amazing one that was like, it's called Hine Golinu Chai. And it's like, um, it's very catchy. And like, I appreciate that album that Ted actually produced. Um, and because it's very like congregational worship oriented. It's like you could sing it and it has like Hebrew, it has English, it's very singable. He has a songbook on it. Um, the name of the album is called Hallelujah Adonai, but I think my favorite off of that one is Hine Golin Uchai because it's very, um, yeah, it, it's got a good message and it's also upbeat and it's got like, you know, a nice Israeli kind of feel to it. So um, yeah, it's, it's pretty nice. I know a little bit of Ted Pierce's music, but I haven't really dug into his albums and really into his music a lot. So this, sh- this should be interesting. Yeah, I know. I think Ted has a lot of really good things. And I think like, you know, his cultural exchange stuff is really, really good as well. Um, he's done stuff with like musicians from all over the world, from Israel, from Poland. And yeah, Ted, Ted is definitely a wealth of uh, good messianic music. So you're saying that Ted Pierce's music you find is good for congregational worship because it has English and Hebrew. Do you want to dive into that for, um, a little bit? Sure. Um, I think he's he's de- like developed a lot of music over the ages, uh, not ages, but like <laughs> over like the <laughs> over the decades um, with just like lots of Hebrew. Um, some songs were originally written all exclusively in Hebrew. But then so they got translated into English. And yeah, I think he's like, he's very down to earth. It's very like singable, you know, got some nice guitar in there. And it's also like got like, yeah, he's just, it's very like earthy. It's like very real. And it's not nothing like 
crazy amounts of like Hebrew. Um, you know, he he wrote that album that I just mentioned, Hallelujah Dadonai, just for the purpose of congregational singing. And I think that like, yeah, there's a good balance of you know, singing of like Hebrew and like understanding some words and like understanding some phrases like Shema Yisrael, like he uses all the time. And there's a song out there called Kulanu Ke'echad, All of Us Together as One. Okay. Really beautiful. He has the um, Aaronic benediction in Hebrew and in English on that album. He's got like a lot of different like fun things. Um, and then, yeah, it's just like he really um, weaves together like Hebrew and English so well. It's so that like someone would, wouldn't say like, oh, it's all in Hebrew. And someone like wouldn't say, oh, it's all in English. There's actually a nice kind of blend in there. Yeah, you and I've had this conversation a lot about what is expected in a what it, well, what is appropriate in a congregational setting and how much English we should have and how much um, Hebrew we should have and uh, what the balance should be. So it. Um, so it's good to know that Ted Pierce has a good balance. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, others do it very well. You know, Joshua Aaron certainly does it yeah. well. But yeah, it's um, Ted, Ted Pierce definitely has a wellspring of uh, good materials to use. Yeah. Number eight. So number eight, I'm going to throw this back um, because like, of course, like, you know, we all go forward and then we all go backwards. Jonathan Sattel, Odi Shema was one of my favorites. Yes. Like, ever, like growing up, oh my word, like that medley of uh, <laughs> of Odi Shema and to Sisi at Yerushalayim and then going back back there. Like, I just, I don't know. That was really, really fun. And that that's a song that like we at Simchat used to do all the time. Oh yeah. My kids are huge Jonathan Subtle fans right now. It is, it's really great. They just, they would listen to the hallelujah at a night on loop. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun one. Of course, he has a famous, you know, Shabbat Shalom medley and all that. He's yep. got like, a ton of oh, yeah. good material. I don't know if he has anything newer. I haven't heard anything newer, but um, yeah, what he did do was great. Which brings us to number nine. Number nine. So number nine is definitely um because of course i'm still in throwback mode um <laughs> lamb um so i remember um i think it was was it 2000 to either 2000 or 2001 was our first umjc conference as a family and we it was in columbus ohio i remember us going to the first wendy's i think that like the first wendy's that was ever established in the u.s is actually it, like it was every it was burdens Columbus so yeah so you got that um and then um yeah so I just remember that conference and I remember my mom just like you know picking up the lamb trilogy one two and three which if you if you're in this movement and haven't heard those albums then you know you really are missing out because there's lots of uh lots of gems on there but um I think my favorite track that, you know, is there, it's so clear, it's so timeless is um, the Sacrifice Lamb because it's like, it's applicable, like for Passover, Yom Kippur and all year round. It's it's a beautiful song and Joshua Aaron covered it um, and also like made it famous and more of an updated version. But yeah, it's like, you can't go wrong with early Joel Chernoff. There's a lot of really fun, like 70s sounds in there. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I would say that Joel Chernoff is kind of like the Keith Green of uh, Messianic music. Just like, it's got like a throwback kind of vibe for sure. 
I was gonna say that makes a lot of sense. Yes, I get that. It, it has that like it's worshipful, it's beautiful. Like I could listen to Keith Green for hours. And Keith Green is actually a Jewish believer too, which is like even cooler. Um, I love that. But yeah, it's like it really has like that like quirky kind of like vocals and everything. Um, you know, singing in Hebrew and in English. Um, that he also does Joel also does a really good job with that. And um yeah, yeah. Yeah, Joel and Rick. We were, what what a group, Lamb, Lamb. If you haven't heard them, that is awesome. What's your time? And number ten. Number ten, the best for last. I would say, of course, because I want to like go like you know totally in reverse order. Um, the first time I heard Gadol Adonai um, in like Hebrew, um, the the one that Sarah Lieberman did. Um, it's just like. I've never heard like a joyful like Israeli sound like that. It's just like you know, starting with a hand percussion, then like layering yeah. everything. It's just like there's something so beautiful about that, and like you know, it's just caught wind. You know, it's like been translated and done so many times, and you know, it's just like that. That whole album, Priest to Our God Five, has just a bunch of amazing songs, and like the whole Priest to Our God series, like one, two, three, four, and five. Um, plus praises of Israel, which was like their sixth one. Um, it, it's a must. Like the, all of those just have so many great songs on there. And what group is that? That's Sarah Lieberman or who's the artist on that? Well, so Sarah Lieberman sang it, but um, it's like these concerts are actually um, every two years in Israel, they have like a concert um, that is basically derived from a conference of songs that people submit. And then they, um, you know, just like have like, you know, the final submissions covered by like a band and a choir, like of people who are throughout the land of Israel and they're recorded, they do videos, they do everything. So it's like Sarah Lieberman wrote this one and she sang it and um, she did a great job on it and she has it on her own albums, um, but also like it's just, um, and Paul Wilbur actually has covered it as well. Uh, Paul Wilbur has it on like um, his album but it's like it, it, it originally the first time I heard it was um, summer of 2016 um, when I was actually in California because um, I got like the mp3 download there and it was just like I was like oh my gosh this is this is like I, I haven't heard anything like this really before um, but just like yeah and then you know Obviously, after that, you had like Mikedem really showed up huge, and okay. um, all the Israeli like artists and everything really emerged. But yeah, it, this is like kind of like the predecessor for that. Wow! So this that song predates that whole feel. Yeah. Well, yes. Um, it's like they, there were a lot of people who were in Mikedem who actually like were in that concert. Like yeah, Jamie and Yaron and like, okay. Um, you didn't have Shai Soul, but I think like the drummer and some of the others, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, it really was like the start of it. Excellent. Well, this is, looks like it's going to be a fun playlist to listen to. Um, if our listeners would like to wish you a happy birthday, where can they find you? Oh yeah. So um, I'm, on, I'm on Insta, I'm on Facebook. There's a lot of ways to reach me. Um, I, I have a uh, cell phone and an email address too, but um, yeah, just go to Joe Maturko um, on Facebook. And then uh, my Instagram handle is pianojoe251. 
Um, oh, also Maturko, the way you spell it is M-I-T-E-R-K-O. Um, I do not mind friend requests. Um, just tell me who you are and would love, would love to connect and chat and always good to connect more with those who are involved with the Messiaen community. Absolutely. Do you have plans for your birthday? Um, so I'm actually a shameless plug right now. So the YMJA, which I'm very much a part of, um, the Young Messianic Church Alliance, they're going to be having a, um, a conference, actually. And it's not really a conference. It's a, called a Weekend of Hope, where there's going to be testimonies from Holocaust survivors. And we're going to have discussions about how to have hope. And we're also going to have some games and fun. And we're going to have a Yom Ha'atzma'ut, Israeli Independence Day party, um, and like a bunch of other things. So it starts um, April 17th, which is my birthday, Saturday night with Havdalah and some teaching and some worship and Kesher groups, you know, breakout rooms together. Um, and then it's going to go all day Sunday where there's going to be an Israeli cooking class. There's going to be like, you know, tons of other like really fun things that you don't want to miss if you're 13 to 30. So go to ymj.org and register and you can celebrate my birthday with me there because I'll be there. And uh, it should be really, really fun. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you, Joe, for joining us, and we'll connect with you guys next time. Sounds good. Shalomies, my homies. I hope you will join me in this journey. Send me any questions, comments, or ideas. I'd love to hear feedback from the listeners. You can follow me at This Messianic Life on Instagram and Facebook. There are links in the show notes to social media and playlists on Spotify and YouTube. Let's connect next time on This Messianic Life. Thank you.